Hi, everybody. Hey, hi, Edward. Good to see you. This is Ellie, medical Qigong practitioner, energy healing coach. Hi, everybody. Hi, Edward. Good to see you. Um, this is uh, Qi Talk. This is Qi Talk. Uh, I'm um, a practitioner of traditional Chinese medicine. I teach Qigong. I teach medical Qigong. I see people one-on-one -on -one that suffer from chronic health condition and help them uh, find the way out. It is really easy to heal. Uh, and um, I, as a person that healed himself from a chronic health condition, I decided to shift my career from being an architect a long time ago uh, to do this work and to uh, help people find their own healer within. And this is the name of my podcast, uh, Awaken the Healer Within. Uh, so uh, please, uh, this, if, you are, if you're interested in joining live, we're doing it every Tuesday at 12 noon. And if you're on my mailing list, you'll get the Zoom link. This is also on... Um, uh, social media on Facebook uh, live, and it's going to trans transcribe into uh, my podcast, Awaken the Healer Within. So I just uh, want to congratulate us for making it here today. <laughs> Edward, good to see you. And uh, um, our topic today is uh, how to prepare your body and mind for the cold season. So the cold season is coming. It's already cold here in Northern California. And how do we uh, avoid getting colds and flus and lower our immune system? And so we're going to talk about uh, this uh, from a perspective of traditional Chinese medicine. And I'll give you some tips uh, of how to do that. And, uh, you know, after learning these tips, I was able to keep myself healthy uh, throughout all seasons. So, uh, and I didn't used to have that uh, before. So um, uh, let's start with a little bit of, uh, of uh, opening ceremony. This is, uh, let's rub the hands together. Now the hands are extension of the heart. Yeah. So uh, in the winter, the hands are cold, <laughs> but they should be really warm. So the extremities tend to get cold in the winter like the feet and, uh, and the hands. So let's warm it. Let's open the hands and like warm it with our breath. <sighs> nice, a little bit more. <sighs> and then when you're rubbing the hands, make sure that the Lao Gong, the center of the palm rubbing against each other and see if there's any difference. So now we're gonna do it like this. The center of the palm would rub against each other and see how, what's the difference between rubbing the hands without this and rubbing the hands with the center of the palm touching. Yeah, so you notice that it's warming the hands faster. Some of you notice that. Uh, you can do it by yourself at home later and notice the difference. Yeah, when the, this is a very powerful point. It's a healing energy point. And let's put both hands on the heart center and rub the heart and close your eyes. And as you swirl the energy in the heart, inhale into the heart center, exhale from the mouth. Nice, inhale. And exhale from the mouth. 
Nice. And let's take one hand and put it on the base of the skull. Yeah, where the neck connects with the skull. So we're keeping the hands on this. This is the area. This is a very, very powerful area in Qigong and traditional Chinese medicine. This is where the qi enters the brain. These are a lot of points for immune system here. The base of the skull and the base of the skull, the root of the brain is where all the you know, self-regulating regulating, uh, actions happen, like breath, fight or flight response, things like that. So when you're holding here, you're comforting the reptilian brain. That reptilian brain is, is uh, you know, taking care of us in survival mode, yeah. So just calm that area, put the hands here, support your neck, feel the support of your hand, the warmth hand, and then knock with the fingertips, knock on the heart center, and breathe and feel the connection between the center, the base of the skull, the heart center, bring love and ease and comfort to this reptilian brain. Knock on this chest bone, on the sternum. Nice. Different acupressure techniques. And let's rub the belly. Rub the belly. Around the navel. And holding the base of the skull. Now changing the hands. Let's put the other hand, touch the base of the skull. And the other hands rub the belly. Deep breathing into the lower abdomen. Inhale from the nose, exhale slowly from the mouth. And tap on the heart center lightly with the fingers. Nice and relax both hands, put them on the heart again. Let's close this. Smile to your heart, relax. Your breath is long and deep. Let the exhalation soften all muscular tension in the body. Inhale, love and light. Love, pure life, life force energy. And exhale, melt the shoulder down, lift the crown up, erect your spine. Nice, I'm going to inhale and exhale through the nose. Your mind is in the heart center amplifying your love, fostering love, compassion. Yeah, when we knock on the heart center, it's kind of like knocking on a door. Knocking on a door of a house. The heart is love, compassion. So you're knocking on these virtues, these values inside of you when you're knocking on the heart. And you release tension from the exhalation and then you amplify amplify the energy of love and compassion so when we knock we knock kind of like on a house of a door of a house and somebody behind that door answers 
So awakening that quality of your energy. Yeah. Nice. Let's open the hands to the side and open the eyes slowly. Beautiful. Um, and I do these opening ceremony just to show you that it's really hard, easy to find uh, ease within you and just a very simple practice. So, uh, and what I wanted to talk today is about uh, preparing your body and mind for the winter. And the first thing that we want to know in Chinese medicine, uh, this healing perspective, the pathogen of, uh, of fall is dryness. So everything is dry. So if you're looking outside, if you're looking, if you take a step in nature, especially if you're in, your, in, your, you're in the uh, East Coast or Europe, all the trees, all everything is drying off. Yeah, the, the leaves are falling off the trees. There's a lot of dry in the air. It's very important for us to moisten, to hydrate. So the fall season is really the best, the most important time to... Uh, to drink water to hydrate your body, but also with warm liquids like teas and soups and stews. So we really want to, um, yes, good job. <laughs> so we really want to hydrate the body in a, and, and, uh, and the way to do it is with warm liquid and not cold because that would uh, be better for your immune system. And also externally moisture. So short showers, uh, hot baths or even rubbing oils on yourself, like moistening the inside, but also the outside of your skin. The skin is very important, is associated with the lungs in Chinese medicine. Is it responsible for the Wei Qi, for the guardian Qi? So the lung control the pores of the skin, opening and closing based on the cold and the, and the, the hotness of the air. And what really kind of like uh, in in Chinese medicine, what we say that the, the fall season is the time when there's hot days and then immediately cold days, hot and cold. And it kind of alternates and it really uh, uh, taxes our guardian chi. Our guardian chi is the energy field around us that, uh, that is part of our immune system. So the lung is strongly related to our immune system. And the guardian chi is this energy that can uh, expand and contract based on the temperature of the outside. So we have more challenges as the days get colder because it's sometimes it's hot and then it's cold and hot and it's cold. And what's important is to dress well, is to dress well. And especially the, the areas that we want to cover is the head and the neck. Yeah, these points here at the neck, uh, a lot of them are called the uh, gateways to the sky and gateway to the heaven. These points are, um, in Chinese medicine, believe that these points, if they get exposed to immediate cold, you can get windy. They can get wind out or be, get cold into your body. So a scarf and a hat. And it's very interesting that we know now that 70% of your body temperature is escaping through the neck and the, the head. So even if you have a shorts, <laughs> a short pants, but you're covering your head and neck, 70% of your body heat escapes through this area, so you will be warm. So that's very, very important to know. So uh, these are really trivial tips. Um, and uh, I want to also talk about the emotions of the winters and the spiritually and the mental energy. So we're going to get to it. But I wanted to also uh, first cover the kind of like the 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 physical aspects and and uh, in terms of diet 
again, soups, stews, things that are hydrating and not drying out would be very good. Uh, incorporate uh, seasonal stuff like persimmons is very good. Pears are very good for the lungs and very good for uh, fall season. And if you want recipes, actually recipes in Chinese herb from traditional Chinese medicine that helps your lungs and help the immune system and really appropriate, goes to go to this link. It's um, uh, there's a whole list of recipes and uh, exercises actually and qigong practices for immune system. Uh, and the link I'm going to put it in the chat box called lungs lungs dot com. So it's lungs uh, like the the organ in plural dot com. I put it in the chat box. So if you go there, you'll find uh, not only recipes, you'll find acupressure points technique to boost your immune system and to strengthen your lung chi and to strengthen your guardian chi. So that's, uh, that's one thing about diet and kind of like how to go about it. Now, in terms of conditioning, and that's something that is more interesting to me, how to condition your body for the winter. Uh, how to create, not only protect, but create strong re resilience. We do it through breathing practices. And when we talked about hydrating the outside of the body, it would be, uh, my recommendation would be also a cold exposure, a, a, a very gradual cold exposure. Uh, so first is the breathing practice. So what breathing practice would be uh, uh, very good for protecting your your uh, your lungs and increasing your guardian chi. It's called longevity breathing, yeah, or wei chi breathing, wei breathing. So guardian chi breathing, and we have this uh, on my website. Yeah, if you go to, I can put it in the uh, longevity. Let's see, long longevity.chiwideli.com. And uh, you'll find the, the practice is a two-hour workshop, and we really teach how, how to breathe correctly. And not only to breathe correctly, increasing your lung capacity, uh, improving digestion, improving lymphatic system. And I know that there's a lot of breathing techniques out there, and most popular lately becoming all this hyperventilation, very fast breathing. This is not what it is. This is not a true Taoist breathing. It doesn't. It's good for the short term, but for the long term, if you want to have balanced energy, you really have to understand breathing a little deeper from a, a medicine technique that, you know, thousands of years have been developed. So longevity.chiwidel.com, you have a breathing practice that you want to start doing regularly. And then usually after that breathing practice, a cold exposure would be good. Why is that? Because when we do cold, and let me explain a little bit about cold exposure. Cold exposure is when, whenever you're um, you're taking, you can take, a, you can actually go out and uh, <laughs> almost with the short, with the t-shirt and with the short, and go out outdoors to the cold air for a little a little bit, or you can take a cold shower. That's uh, that's you exposing yourself, the guardian, she has to work. When 
is the when you shouldn't do it and when is the best time to do it. You shouldn't do it when you're feeling weak, when you're feeling under the weather, when you're feeling a little bit kind of blah, it's not good. When is better, best to do it? When you have a lot of energy in the morning would be the best time to do it. And specifically after the breathing practice, after the Wei Qi breathing, the longevity breathing is a very interesting technique that uh, increase the pressure, your internal organ pressure against the environment. So you pressurize the system. And after you pressurize the system in a certain way, then you're feeling very strong. You can go and do this. Uh, if you do a cold shower, for instance, you do hot and cold, you alternate. So when you alter, it's very important to alternate like 10 seconds, 20 seconds, like 10 seconds hot, 20 second cold, 10 second hot, 20 second cold. Uh, why do we alternate? Because we want to exercise the lungs, the pores of the skin to contract and to open, contract and open. Because this is what happens in fall. The weather is hot and then cold, hot and then cold. This is why we, our Wei Qi is being, uh, being um, uh, compromised, yeah, being exercised. So if you do it when you are when you pressurize the system, you do the breathing techniques, and then you go and do that. Or if you're feeling strong and then you do it, that's that's the, the place to do it. But otherwise, uh, keep warm, wear clothes, just see, see how uh, the temperature outside and really dress appropriately, especially head and neck, to protect your guardian chi. So it's not being, but if you're interested in conditioning, that's how you do it. You do it with alternating call whenever your energy is strong, whenever after you did a, a pretty powerful pressurizing Wei Qi breathing technique. And again, you can find more about it in these links, longevity.chiwidelli.com, lungs.chiwidelli.com has a lot of recipes. So this is a way to protect your energy. In terms of, um, in terms of uh, your... Um, emotional state, yet time uh, of the fall is time of letting go, we say, time of forgiving, time of releasing. If you see, if you look at nature, everything is going back to the root. The leaves are falling. Everything is, the, the summer is done. The flowers are drying out and falling off the plants. And so this is a time when you need to let go uh, so cleansing and clearing your home, for instance, would be really appropriate during this time, like seeing what you don't need anymore uh, energetically, but also physically in your environment, doing like a, a, a cleansing. So cleansing and clearing we do in the spring, but we also do in the fall. So we do it in a two um, shoulder seasons, so to speak. So letting go forgiveness is a big one <laughs> to, to forgive, forgiving Everybody, and you know, in Jewish tradition, we have Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, which is a, very, a lot of focus on forgiveness, uh, asking forgiveness and really forgiving everybody in your life and doing and kind of closing the year that way. And in, also in Chinese medicine, the, the energy of forgiveness is really big in the fall and uh, connecting more, slowing down. Yeah, the, the days become shorter, the nights become longer, sleeping more going to sleep early, waking up later is advisable. Rest, focus more on rest than, than uh, 
than energizing and, and exercising very hard. This is not time to deplete your energy and pushing, pushing, pushing. This is the time we're actually kind of more yin. So we're going from the summer into a yin state, into a more reflective state. So it's really nice in this time to focus on mental rest, meditation, qigong would be very good. And also contemplative heart. Yeah, looking how you feel emotionally, uh, being more open to to uh, your emotional state and letting go and releasing would be very appropriate in, during this time. And uh, this is the season of kind of like finding the truth, finding what's really the essence, what's really important to you. If you look at the trees, when they lose their leaves, only then you can see the structure of the tree. You can see the truth. You can see the structure, what holds them up. You can see the trunk and the branches and how they how they are looking about. So it's, it's about finding the truth, connecting with the basis of what's important. So uh, energetically, that's what we want to do in the, in the fall season, is to not start new projects or launch a lot of new things. Uh, this is the time for really the spring. Uh, here's a time to kind of wind down, nourish yourself, rest, yeah, physical movement is very good to move the chi. Breathing technique, the most important. Qigong for fall would be a lot of breath practice to strengthen the lungs and that would strengthen the wei chi. And you can join me. I'm doing it three times a week. Uh, and, uh, you know, stretching, breathing, opening the lungs, that would be our sequences for the fall. So, um yeah, so this is really kind of like the the basic, I would say, of fall energy and how to protect your energy during the this season. And um, I hope that's kind of clear. Uh, there's the physical element, there's the diet, there's the energetic, there's the emotional aspect of the lungs. Uh, Pumpkin is very good to eat, uh, persimmons, uh, orange color fruit, and also white fruit like daikon, onion, garlic, things like that are white. The white color is the, the color of the, of, the, of the lungs. So supporting the lungs, uh, are, uh, the taste is pungent, like uh, even spicy. You know, sometimes spicy soup can really open the lungs and really kind of move the fluids around. So um, that's, that's kind of like in synopsis about fall energy. And emotions are very, very powerful. So how to work with emotions and how to open to them, to the uncomfortable, to feel it, to release it, to uh, go internally. That's, that's kind of like what the guidance from Chinese medicine perspective, from Taoism, and uh, I'll make sure to maybe put another workshop out there uh, to about emotions and do a lot of emotional work, maybe uh, offer that online. So uh, maybe we'll do it in the next month or so. So with that said, uh, we have a few minutes left. And I know, Edward, you're here. <laughs> do you have any sharing or question about fall energy or about like um, anything? Yes wisdom that you can share with us or questions that would be great too yes silly so thank you for this so you know i started with you like three years ago at the gym with 
two sessions a week and then doing, you know, different seminars. And I've picked up so much. And one of them was, you said, you know, in the fall winter, you should take a nap between three and five. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> you know, I've been doing that. I have my lily shavings in my tea, you know, <laughs> all the things that, that I pick up. I have the Australia's pill I take every day now. Good. You know, and such a distinction. And, I, and you know, I always tell you, so I stay in distinctions and I get up with a lot of energy in the morning. And I do the good night Qigong with you, you know, on Wednesdays, but I do it every night before I get to bed. Mm. And I don't like heat in the house. And to get upstairs and get into a comforter is so wonderful. And <laughs> to, to come out of the cold into, you know, into that, uh, it's very invigorating to me. Mm. And, I, you know, when I do the, some of the practices for the good night qigong i can't even wait to jump in the bed it's like i start yawning and you know fake it till you make it but it's real <laughs> <laughs> and getting in i i fall asleep i'm doing eight and nine hours a night now of sleeping because of you and oh, the classes wow. that Beautiful. you've taken and my energy when i get up in the morning is you know it, it is incredible mm -hmm. and what, what I've started to do, and just mentioned a little bit before, is, and I, I think I said it before to you, I've been breathing in and out through my nose mm -hmm. when I get in bed very strongly. And I get tired of it. And I say, well, how can I fall asleep? I'm so aware of this. And as soon as I stop, I'm gone. I, go, <laughs> I just go right out. <laughs> and if I get up in the middle of if I get up in the middle of the night and get back in the bed and do the strong breathing in and out through my nose and stop, guess what? I'm back to sleep. So Beautiful. thank you. You know, thank all you. Yeah. the tidbits, you know, today's um, is all stuff I picked up over three years of, of the great courses, you know, that we took and the things. And even when we did to clear your lungs with the pear and the cinnamon and, you know, it was just stew it up and make it do, and I keep doing it and mm -hmm. I feel great you know beautiful. so thank you <laughs> thank you thank you Edward that's beautiful thank you and just for people that listening about the nap between uh, 3 to 5 p.m uh, that's really to nourish your kidney energy and so it's really filling up your battery the kidney in Chinese medicine housing healing energy and how and uh, connected to longevity and your hormonal balance so really in the fall and winter, we kind of, uh, we kind of suggest to nourish the kidney chi by sleeping because the, the kidney chi is kind of like a battery and that it fills up when we are either meditating in a deep meditation or we are asleep. And so sleep between these two, two this three, couple of hours would be really nourishing for the kidney uh, meridian and, and the kidney itself. So that's... Uh, and what taxes the kidney is stress, is emotional stress, is to go, 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 and all these things. So we all need that. Uh, so yeah, if you can take that nap, that's great. Another thing to prepare for the winter is to, uh, to eat uh, things that are a little increasing the fat content in the food, like good fats, like avocado, one a nut that is uh, nourishing the kidney in particular. So that's going into winter already would be chestnut. Uh, chestnut is very, uh, very good for uh, 
kidney chi support. And so in general, nuts and avocado, but that would be more a recommendation for winter, but we are gearing towards winter, towards the cold season. So the body needs to get more, to accumulate more fat, to store more fat. That's what we're doing in the winter. So uh, uh, thank you so much, Edward, for being here. <laughs> Let's close with, uh, with a little bit of meditation. Let's put the hands on the heart again. And the heart is your best ally. And we in Qigong, we look at our internal organs like kids. This is your kid. And when you look at the heart and your internal organs like your kid, like a person with character that you love and care, you're starting to relate to your internal organs with, with more just an, an object, but more like as a person, the healing energy start to flow. The chi start to move through the body. So when you put the hands on your heart, close the eyes, look at your kid, look at the heart, and the heart and the lungs are very much connected. They're very close to each other. Actually, the lungs, we call it the palace. And the heart is the emperor that sits in the palace. So greet your heart and smile to it. Smile to your lungs. Take a deep breath. Let's take a few deep breaths into the lung and the heart. and smile and taking care, feeling like these are your kids, feeling the strong, loving connection. Yeah, we tend to be very critical to our body. And in Qigong, we really wanna cultivate gentleness and love and care. And so if you think about kids, they grow well if you show them love and care. They heal when you love them. So self-love is so important. Let's extend it to the heart and lungs here as we close. And then when you feel the gratitude to the organs, we know that when you feel gratitude, the breath actually goes deeper. And it shows that you breathe more oxygen when you're feeling a sense of gratitude. So what are you grateful for today until now? You can be grateful for this moment right here, right now. I'm feeling more at ease, more at peace. Nice, amplify the goodness. Awesome, let's open the eyes, open the hands. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Edward, for being here <laughs> so much. Really appreciate it. And thank you, everybody that watching live or anybody that watched later. Uh, please write me notes or ask questions. I'm available online or email. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, Edward. Bye, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>